Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carna de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio. AMA 30K LAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody, and what a great week. Oh, yeah. All right, and in studio, and then we have, of course, the Earthworm, uh, Andrew Mack with Max Fish Reports, and let's see, Western Outdoor News and IGFA. Good morning, uh, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. All right. I know that your signal is in and out. Where are you? Uh, right now, we're actually at Grant Lake up here in the High Sierras. Oh, okay. Very hey, good. How, how is it? Is it full? Oh, it's beautiful. All, all the right. lakes are full. It was, it was actually over there by uh, by June Lake and all that. Um, they were questioning flooding uh, a couple weeks ago, and now, it's, I mean, the water is right on the road. So, Wow. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, let me let me first introduce our guests in studio. Of course, our chief, our CFO, our chief fishing officer at Angler Chronicles, Rhonda. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And special guest, Jim Hendricks of the CCA. He's the chairman of marketing committee at CCA, um, Coastal Conservation Association of California, and also the West Coast editor at Saltwater Sportsman. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Sergio. It's great to be here and, and be in studio with all of you. Oh, I appreciate you being here. And we're going to get a lot of information, folks, of uh, a lot of the actions that uh, CCA has taken to ensure that we have good fishing especially here in the off the coast of California and everywhere within California. All right, so uh, let's get started with you, Earthworm. Very briefly, give me uh, a fish report before we lose the signal. Uh, yeah, definitely. So we'll go ahead and start with the catfish uh, down there where you guys are. Barrier uh, Lake, Fisherman's Retreat, um, they're all stocking catfish every week. And, of course, Santa Ana River Lakes, they're stocking extra heavy. I mean, every week they're having double-digit catfish caught. You know, some are even above 30 pounds, some even around 40 pounds. Um, you got mountain lakes, you have all the regional parks, uh, they're throwing in weekly. And then if you're fishing down there towards San Diego, uh, Dixon Lake uh, actually just had a thousand pounds of catfish uh, put in on Friday. So a lot of options for these, uh, for these whisker fish. Um, kind of same thing, kind of same method at, at all the lakes, uh, you know, Carolina rig. Uh, I mean, personally, I like to use eight and ten, eight to ten pound test, uh, soaking either mac bites, uh, uh, maybe some kind of a, like a stink bait, uh, even night crawlers or like the marshmallow mealworm combo, um, and then you know, dipping it in the Cajun sauce and and going from there. And it all depends on what day you're fishing. You know, the day of the stock or the day right after. Try shallow. Try you know ten, fifteen feet out, 
and then as the week progresses, you know, cast out farther and farther and until uh, you find them. If you're looking for trout uh, down there, uh, Big Bear Lake, um, they didn't stop this week, but there's been a really good uh, good amount of trout being caught. Um, again, over by the Red House, by the dam, uh, it's going to be fishing on shore. Uh, basically, same thing, soaking bait, but getting the bait really far out there. Uh, power bait, night crawlers, inflated, dipping them in, you know, right on a, a crimson, throwing them out really far. Um, if you're on a boat, uh, the trolling has been the number one method uh, over there at Big Bear um, to catch those fish. Uh, same thing, throw your bait out around 70, 80 feet behind the boat. Uh, I like to throw a two-pound test, but you can probably get away with, you know, four pounds uh, just behind the boat. And then once you locate the fish or get bit, what I do is I make a big circle and try to hit that spot over and over again because most of the time there, that school is going to be sitting there and you can pick off, you know, uh, you know, anywhere from from two to two to maybe even your limit, or maybe even more if you catch and release. Uh, now, if we're going to move north a little bit, where I'm at uh, up here in Inyo and Mono County in the uh, eastern Sierras, uh, Inyo, you have a uh, Panama Creek, uh, Bishop Creek, uh, Bishop Intake Two, Rock Creek, Pleasant Valley, Lakes of Bend, all stocked out this week uh, from the state. These fish are coming in at a pound, a pound and a half. Uh, sometimes a little bit bigger they throw in. Um, if we're going to be creek fishing, the most important thing to do is locate the bigger pools, uh, you know, either where they throw these fish in or where they're going to be hiding, and try not to make yourself known that you're there. So a lot of times if I'm creek fishing, you know, I'll have like a little panther martin or something like that tied on, and I'll actually, you know, get on my knees and get kind of low to the ground and or hide behind the tree and sneak up on these pools throw it directly to the back or over to the right and then bring that lure, you know, right across and watch the fish chase it until they're actually smacking it. If you're going to be um, lake fishing, um, I'm watching a lot of guys bait fish up here. Um, Carolina rigs, uh, power bait, inflated night crawlers seem to be, uh, you know, the, the most effective method um, for bait fishing um, up here. You know, fly fishing and things like that. Uh, yesterday, uh, we were fishing, we went to Upper Virginia Lake, uh, tried jig, nothing. I tried a bubble and a fly setup, and what that is, is the, one of the, the clear uh, the clear bobbers where you actually fill it up with water, and you give yourself a three to four foot leader, and you tie on like a fly. It's called a woolly burger, or like a black hair jig uh, behind there, and all you're doing is casting as far as you can, and then retrieving it really slow to get that fly to kind of cruise just underneath the top of the, um, the water there. And I had a couple followers, nothing hit. Um, you know, but the guys I did see catch, again, they're getting inflated night crawlers and they're dipping in, you know, bite on or any kind of fish attractant. Um, you know, I saw one guy actually out there with the flakes too. Um, and seems like they were getting, you know, getting a few fish in there. <clears throat> From there, uh, we went over to uh, Bridgefoot area, which is about 30 miles away or so. Uh, to Robinson Creek, and same kind of thing I was talking about earlier. You know, get up, find your pool, find the logs where these fish are hiding, and you know, don't make yourself known. Walk up to there, and you know, make your cast, and if you locate the fish, you'll see them chase. You know, your panther martin and stuff, and that's how we uh, picked up a couple from there. I think I pulled out uh, six brown trout, which I released, and uh, I kept uh, um, a couple rainbows uh, from there, the stalkers. And uh, you know, we're watching a few people here and there catch. Um, some guys are getting them on the night crawlers. 
uh, and then you know different uh, different uh, assortment of uh, um, spinners. Um, and then from there, uh, we decided to drive down to June Lake, uh, which is out here in Mono County, like just right above Mammoth uh, area, and uh, made some casts. You know, saw a couple fish. You know, kind of break the surface, eating the, the little bugs on top. So we switched our method to um, uh, soaking bait and casted one rod out there and you know, throwing jigs, and it was just nonstop for about an hour and a half. Uh, we between four of us, we um, uh, I mean we had you know close to limits, um, you know on the on the rainbows there. Um, today we're going to back to June and we're going to uh, get in a boat and try to do some trolling uh, see if we can pick up some better sized fish uh, with the trollers. So. All right, so things are happening. Um, you know, um, Ron, this Thursday we're going to be at Lake Elsinore. You want to yes, talk we about will. That? Um, yeah, go ahead. Thanks for catching me off guard again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I always got to do it. So, no, no. so uh, this Thursday we're going to be at uh, Lake Elsinore. We're going to grab a pontoon boat, and uh, we're going to go out and catch some catfish and have a good time. We're also going to grab some sea and we're going to have some some fun in that uh, in that lake. Uh, one of the nice things during the week, you can go up to 150 miles an hour in the middle. So I think if I can get a sea dew to go 150 miles, that'll be an hour. That'll be pretty cool. You'll get to the fish in a hurry. Fish in a hurry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, we'll do some fishing probably until about 1.30, 2 o'clock until it gets a little warm. We'll get off the, the boat, go get a bite to eat. There are locally some great restaurants on Main Street. Um, we got, we got to figure out if we want to go Italian or if we want to go Mexican, okay? Because they got great for both. And then after that, what we're going to do is come back to Launch Point and we're going to listen to a cover band for Garth Brooks. Mm. I used to love Garth Brooks when he when he first came out. A little countrified. Yeah. Well, you know, Garth Brooks actually I think broke into that uh, the pop. Uh, yeah, billboards. Uh, so uh, they have a great cover band, and uh, Tony tells me there's going to be somewhere around two to three thousand people there. So um, you know, get there you know, just early. Just to see us, it's amazing. I, <laughs> I can't see believe you. it. Yeah, no. Um, so that'll be a, a lot of fun. Um, so we'll be there this Thursday. Okay, we'll be fishing in the morning until about uh, early afternoon, and then we'll uh, take a little break, and then get back into Launch Point and. Uh, you know, catch a Garth Brooks cover band. Yeah, you know, and guys, all you guys out here, if you want to get down there and do it, it's only a 45-minute drive. And it's not bad. It's just a nice drive. Come on out and be with us and hang out. And uh, what a great time. Yeah. And uh, a couple other things are going on now. Uh, Rhonda, on, let's see, on the 9th, 19th of August. Unfortunately, we're gone, aren't we? We are gone. Okay, so, but on the 19th of August, they have Taco Fest down Main Street. Okay, that's going to be a lot of fun. Can they change that date for I us know, so I'll, we can I'll, go? I'll, 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 let me see. I'll get it out to the powers that be, okay, to change the date, but I doubt it. Okay, so we're going to be in mm-hmm. British Columbia, but Ron, maybe you can hit down there. On the 19th, Taco Fest on Main Street. So they're going to shut down Main Street. You can walk around, and that's between 5 and 9.30 p.m. And then, Rhonda, this one I think we can make it on September 1st. Are we here? Yes, we are yes, here. We are. September 1st, they have a classic car show. So why don't we take your Mustang, can your we 66. Do that? We'll take the 66 over there. And it's classic cars. They, they have awards, live entertainment. There's some shopping, dining, a lot more going on. So uh, that is September 1st, 2023, from 6 to 9 p.m. Okay, so you can get off work, just 
just I'll do a, a just just slow the car down. I'll just jump in and we'll go. Okay, <laughs> and uh, we'll head over to Lake Elsinore and and catch some fish. Okay? Yeah, we've talked about that a few times. Catch that car some fish. Show. No, no, no. We got to go do the car show. All right, <laughs> all right. So yeah, so Lake Elsinore is happening and it will be happening for sure on Thursday. You know what? If my buddy William and my other buddy Jonathan will show up, I'll go. There you go. All right, Rhonda. Yes. Oh, that's me. I'm so sorry. You're fired already. <laughs> you can't fire the CFO. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM Welcome back. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. That voice. Oh, my Lord. Jim, what do you think? I mean, that's, that's oh, crazy voice. Yes, huh? yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, anyway, nice. so, um, okay, so um, that's the second strike. I know okay. that that was that was that was my bad. Yeah, and it's, you can't. I'm just saying it's. You can't. You can't do your no thing. I'm, it's I mean, early. Everything you do, I can hear. If you lean back on your chair, I can hear. You know I'm what? Sorry. The sheriff, Danny Jackson, came in here one time with a can of WD-40. Remember that, Ron? Yeah. Okay, and he oiled all the chairs because I can hear him. So yeah, anything that you do, we can hear. So I don't want to have to fire you, CFO. 
You okay. can't fire the CFO. Ron, well, the Ron and I have offered to sell you the company. We will pay you ten dollars each. Okay, and you can have Angry Chronicles. Oh, it, I've been. You're paying me more than you yeah. were this morning. Yeah, this morning we offered her a dollar. Yeah, a dollar this morning. <laughs> if we go ten bucks, you know, my entire. I don't know do if it. I can scrape up the other nine. No, 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 no. <laughs> we pay her. No, that's what I meant. I don't know if I can scrape yeah, up the other there, nine. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, yeah. So um, everybody, just uh, listen up if you want to join us. Uh, again, this Thursday we'll be at Lake Elsinore. Please join us there. Uh, love to see you. We'll be fishing during the day and the concert at night at, there at Launch Point. Uh, sh- a huge shout-out I want to give out to uh, Paul. Paul's listening from the East Coast. I thought he was okay. back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I My understanding is still on the East Coast. Oh, okay. But I'll tell you who is on the East Coast. My dear friends Pam and yeah. Danny. Okay, they're they're listening in from Florida. So I want to say uh, good morning to them and Pammy. Keep out fishing, Danny. You always do that. I love that. All right. Well, let's uh, let me go back to the earthworm. Anything else, earthworm, on the freshwater front? Just I do. I do want to uh, capitalize. You know, when you guys are at Lake Elsinore, um, and let's go to anyone else that's fishing. Look for structure. Structure is number one at Lake Elsinore. If you can find rock piles under docks, uh, bushes, anything like that for the catfish. You're going to want to get right up next to them, you know, throw your bait, soak your bait. You're looking for the wipers. Uh, wipers, kind of in the same area. Uh, you're, they're getting them on cut baits, uh, a little smaller chunk. Uh, also, you know, some juice we're showing for them. Uh, you know, let me stop them. you there. How I wish you were going because I'd teach you a lesson. You just said yeah. under docks. Let me explain something yeah. to you that's happening. Under the docks, you have all those carp. And all those carp are pushing all those fish deeper they're not going to be those catfish are not necessarily going to be underneath those docks anymore because there's so much carp underneath that's what you need to go is a little bit deeper what i would do however is head across the lake is that what we will do there's some uh so much structure now with all the water that came in underwater and there's a fence line that we found Rhonda was uh you were fishing the tournament on one side of it we were on the other side of that mm-hmm. fence and boy, I mean, I just casted one bait, you know, douse it and bite on, of course, okay? They, remember, these fish, are, for all practical purposes, they're blind, so they can smell real well and they can feel vibrations. <clears throat> they have those whiskers out. Um, put it out there, and within five minutes, we were all bit, you know, and, and ready to go. I feel bad because, Ron, we left you at the, uh, at the dock there because you were putting together the way station, but your rod happened to be on the boat. Yeah, Andrew. So I caught a catfish on your rod and and and, and 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 actually broke it in. Yeah, I did. Okay, Andrew, is there any way you can get my rod to Tony <laughs> for for the twentieth? Um, yeah, I'll I'll talk to Tony. See where he's at. Because you, I believe, you have a. Uh, he has my Sergio's rods too. too. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Sergio's uh, rod, yeah. Yeah, I probably sold him. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let me know. Maybe we can get a, get together over the weekend. And uh, oh no, you're up in up in the Sierras. Okay. Well, we'll figure out some. Anyway, uh, Earthworm, I know that you're in in tight uh, line, so I'm going to move over to other topics. But you can stay on until you can't. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well. Okay. So well, we have none other than Mr. Jim Hendricks in studio, okay? And Jim, there's a lot of stuff going on and I want to make sure that we cover everything. 
So um, let's go ahead and start with an event that's happening on the 3rd. August 3rd, that's right. Thanks, Sergio. I appreciate it. You know, um, one of the true icons of our industry is Bill Shedd. He is, uh, for those who don't know Bill, he is the CEO of Aftco, the famous fishing tackle company. Makes the gas, makes clothing, all kinds of stuff. But he is also uh, a founding member and chairman of CCA California, Coastal Conservation Association of California. And he has dedicated his life to marine conservation and angler access issues. And on August 3rd, down in San Diego at SeaWorld, we are going to be, CCA California is going to be presenting Bill with the Anthony Shea Conservation Award. Now this award is given each year to a person who represents the principles of marine conservation uh, at its finest. And there's nobody that fits that bill better than Bill. (laughs) Well, let's let's, let's say something special about Bill. Most people don't know, and I'm sure you do. Uh, What did his dad do that is really famous in Southern California? Well, he is the founder of SeaWorld. Yeah, people don't realize that. So Bill Shedd's dad, and um, if you don't know who Bill Shedd is, you might know who Christy Shedd is, his daughter. Okay, um, believe it or not, I still have, I think I've met one of the boys once. Casey. Casey's taking over the company now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Christy, I always talk to Christy because she, she actually comes down for the Fishers of Men West Coast representing AFCO. In fact, we want to thank her. I think we're up to 100,000 shirts donated by AFCO to take down to the East Cape to the people who are really torn down there and um you know we've been giving the shoe giveaway and th- that's the one thing about the sheds and i'll say that plural because they're all the same um they love to give back they do and they do. i'm so happy that bill wants to give back to the fishing community my understanding is that 10 percent of every dollar that goes in is is, is put into uh, some form of uh, fishing donation for some cause. Yeah, aquatic and marine conservation. That's ten percent, and that's you know that's so uh, such a, a a trait of the Shed family. Three generations: Milt, the uh, the late Milt Shed. We have Bill Shed, and the new generation, Christy, Casey, and others in the in the at Aftco are continuing that tradition. So it's uh, it's something that has been imbued with the family, and they have made incredible contributions. I mean, Bill himself has donated more than 30 years of his time, his energy, his financial resources to uh, angler access issues, to making sure that we have the right to go out and fish, and to making sure there will be fish through marine conservation efforts. So my, 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 the only thing I'm going to say is this. You know, when you're looking for some apparel that you want to wear out fishing, think AFCO, okay? Because uh, when you buy AFCO, you're also supporting a lot of these causes. Uh, CCA is the only the only game in town. You're the only any and the only entity that that's really concerned about fishing rights and uh, has the angler in mind. So we need to support you. And I know that I remember when Bill decided to do this. Okay, back in the early points about five years ago now. How long has CCA been around? In oh, California? CCA has been around for five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, we, he was a founding member. He made sure that we have an organization that represents anglers here in in California ocean, for ocean fishing. We just have to make it as big as the NRA, and we'll have uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff going yeah. our way. All right. So anyway, so we uh, are honoring Bill Shedd uh, with the Anthony Hayes Conservation Award. It is August 3rd. It is. And you're going to be there. I will be there. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to see if I can get Rhonda to take a day off. If not, 
because um, we got to travel down to San Diego. But if not, I'll uh, I'll see uh, maybe Jack McCulloch from Fishers of Men because I know he's very thankful. Okay, that um, for everything that Bill Shed has done for for that cause. I mean, a hundred thousand right. shirts donated. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, over the twelve years. So, so we've given so he's given so much, and I just feel like we need to give back to Bill a little bit in honor and with, the, with this Anthony Shea conservation. It's going to be a big dinner. It starts off with a. Uh, a cocktail party at five o'clock at Hub Sea World, right on Mission Bay. Mm-hmm. That is the that Hub Sea World's the one that runs the uh, the white sea bass hatchery. That Bill is chairman of that committee as well. Mm-hmm. It just tells you how much he does. And then we're moving over to Sea World itself for the dinner for a gala event. Uh, Anthony Shea will be there. Uh, my good friend Greg Stotesbury will be master of ceremonies there. And there's a rumor that I may be um, riding Shamu. That, well, it's just you know, a rumor. It's just a rumor. You know, I don't know if it's real. It, it, it's, it, it may happen. And if that happens, I'm sure the entire Southern California sport fishing Can you imagine that? Will show up. They'll all be lined out there to watch. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Sergio, you're going to be there with your uh, your plus one. Who I, I'm hoping it's Rhonda, but if it's not, I want in the uh, all Angler Chronicles followers to join you there at that table. Absolutely. So I would love for them to uh, visit C- uh, CCACalifornia.org and sign up. Uh, seats are $175 a piece. I, I would love for you to fill your table with Angler Chronicle followers and just be there to help celebrate a lifetime of achievement, of conservation, and of great work. Well, uh, and the other thing, we've, we've, we've talked with Ron many a times, and uh, the thing with CCA is if you're not going to get involved, if you're not going to support the, the group and the efforts that you guys are making, then we don't want to hear your complaint. Right. Okay. Right. And, and that's the thing with, um, you know, when they say you, you get what you vote for. Okay. Well, we need to get together and, and go with CCA. You've had some notable wins. The 360 was a big deal, you know, your license. Um, right. and, and now you're working on something that I want to talk more in the second half, but okay. just tease them what that's about. Okay. So um, there is a big meeting coming up uh, of the. Uh, California Fishing Game Commission on July 20th. And we have a couple of really big issues that I think anglers need to know about and we'll have the opportunity to comment on. One of them is the uh, Marine Protected Area Decadal Review. Um, the, the, the Marine Resources Committee will be reviewing that and deciding whether or not they expand that network uh, or not. We, uh, we don't believe, CCA California doesn't believe the network needs to be expanded. That would be more no fishing areas. Well, my, my, my question would be, uh, do they have any data that proves that it's working? Well, this is what the decadal review is supposed to be about. There is data there, but actually the data helps support the argument that we don't need to expand. Well, that's we may, the point. We, we may need to shrink I remember when the MLPAs came up. And the review, I remember, you know, the meetings and the Blue Ribbon Task Force, the whole thing back in the day. They said if it were to be closed, it would be reviewed five years later. It's been how long? Twelve years. Twelve years. We kind of missed that one. They said the same thing about black sea bass. It's been over 50 years. Okay. So my point is, um, you know, they make us agree to something that they don't keep their end of it right okay and unfortunately we do live in a a state that's very very um 
I don't know what I'm going to say. It, it, Anti-outdoors? It, 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 Anti-outdoors. Let's say that. Yeah, okay. That's I mean, a great way of putting it, Ron. Okay, I yeah. like that. All right. So they're coming after hunting and fishing both. And remember, even if you don't fish the ocean, it's going to affect you on the lakes as well. Okay, it will. They're coming for everything. Right. Okay. They feel that uh, they don't want you to hurt a fish. They just want you to buy the fish at the store because that particular fish didn't feel I don't get it. Do you? <laughs> no. Okay. It's a protectionist policy. Yeah, this is all crazy. So we'll be talking a little bit more about that. Okay, so remember, Bill Shed, August 3rd at Hub Sea World. Please join us. Okay, it'll be great. And uh, looking forward to seeing you guys there. And July 20th meeting. And we'll talk more about that. Rhonda, would you please take us out? I will. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio M830 KLAA. And we'll be right back. Angels Radio AM 830 Ron, these sunglasses are nice Yes, Sergio, Inferno USA Eyewear They are great They were created 8 years ago to provide a far superior product With an unbeatable lifetime warranty You like the burn machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello everybody, this is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AMA 30. I see you calling. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, you 
Traveler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And before we get to the next segment, I just wanted to say good morning to Pam and Danny. I miss you guys a lot, but I'm hoping we can get down and visit you guys soon. Yeah, we'll go out to Florida and we'll go catch some. Uh, what do you want to catch in Florida, Rhonda? Uh, whatever, whatever I can catch. Fish. There's a lot of fish there. Tar- tarpon's my favorite. Tarpon is okay. what we'll go after for you know anything over 100 pounds. Yeah. You do a, but a, I, a I see all their pictures on Facebook, and they both look extremely happy. So I want to go and uh, head down there and visit them. Yeah, if and if CCA can fix California for mm-hmm. us fishermen, they I might think have we, neighbors. We will be going down to the <laughs> Florida. They're a little more liberal. Uh, no, anti-liberal. <laughs> wait, wait. They're, they're more asleep than over here in California. They're more outdoor-oriented. <laughs> outdoor-oriented. There you go. See, keeping me, you're trying to keep me cl- uh, clean here. All right, so uh, one more time. So we'll be honoring Bill's Shed with the Anthony Hayes Conservation Award dinner on August 3rd at Hub SeaWorld. And uh, we'd love to have our listeners come out and join us. Um, we're, Angler Chronicles, I think, has a table there, so welcome to come and join us at the table. Uh, more information can be found at CCA CCACalifornia.org. Mm-hmm. Visit that and go to the Anthony Shea Award Dinner uh, and uh, sign up. Make your reservation as soon as possible. The room's running out quickly. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have about 300 people there. This I'll... one's a big one, and let me explain. Just like Don Hansen's was a big one, okay? And, and you know, Don, um, dear friend, uh, Don Hansen, you know, this is from Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. Um, he founded that, and he's done so much work in that in Dana Point and everything for fishing and whale watching. Okay, yes. perhaps the biggest whale watching center in all of California. Right. It's right there at Dana Wharf, and his kids are uh, are following uh, suit with uh, what's going on here. Donna, Donna's part of CCA. Donna Calise is is on the CCA uh, California um, board of directors. Mm-hmm. She's uh, also with uh, NOAA. Right. Um, I, I'm not aware of that, but um, I, I wouldn't doubt it because she is involved in so many things. Well, you know, she cares. Yes, and she that's, does. And that's what we want to make sure. And, uh, in fact, yeah. she's one of your fishing partners, Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was on uh, my ladies' team. The ladies' team. But I'm team hoping we can do Cape. again, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, and by the way, the East Cape, you know what's happening today? What's happening the today? The Dorado Shootout. In fact, we've got some friends that are, that are in it. Big shout out to Danny. Good luck, Borracho. Okay, Borracho Danny's down there on the team. I know that Don wasn't able to make it down there. I think it's the first time in years he hasn't been able to go down there. But, um, yeah, big uh, shout-out. Everybody have a safe Dorado shootout down there. Okay, so uh, let me get back to you. Um, and I want to research this topic here, Jim. The July 20th meeting. Okay, you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. The you, the you know, these are the nice thing about these meetings now ever since COVID is that you can attend these meetings virtually. You don't have to go to Petaluma where that this meeting will be taking place. You can log on to the meeting, you can eat, li- just listen or you can actually offer input at the meeting. So I really want to encourage Angler Chronicles followers to please uh, either at least listen in, uh, but even offer comment, because the MRC meeting, the Marine Resources Committee meeting on July 20th, will be talking about two key topics, one of which is uh, the uh, Marine Protected Areas Review. They're going to be looking at it. They're going to be considering possible expansion. We don't know. There'll be a lot of pressure from environmental groups there to expand the MPA network, but we're not quite sure you know what the the marine resources committee is going to recommend but we need 
to lend them our input on how we feel that that network should go going well, forward. You know, uh, we're lucky to right now to have a, a caller that I want to talk to. He's a dear friend of mine, dear friend of the show, and somebody who's been around for a long time in this industry and one of the pillars of this industry. Let me introduce everybody to Captain Don Ashley of Point Pier Point Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, guys, and summer is here. Summer is here. So my question, you know, uh, I've got Jim Hendricks here from CCA, uh, California, and we're talking about all the MLPAs. I mean, you love the MLPAs, don't you? Oh, I think they're great. They're so uh, scientifically sound. And I, let me throw a big uh, thank you. Jim Hendricks group is a great group. It's a fairly new group, but it's expanding rapidly, and it just uh, does a world of good. Join up. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much. I want to make sure that everybody understood that Donnie's comment was, um, what, would, what would we call that? Uh, Tongue-in-cheek? Tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> facetious. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, MLPAs, we thought it was a good thing, um, Well, although we didn't agree with it at first, but um, they made us agree to sub- a program. I remember that day when they had to make the decision. We all had agreed with one particular plan, and then they changed it overnight. Jim, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, I was there. It was a uh, it, it was a frustrating and uh, aggravating process. And then they promised us within five years they would look at right. it, and it affected. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Donnie, and uh, so anything, especially from Long Beach, all this area down to Hyneton, Dana, it affected so much of that. Oh. Area. Oh my goodness! Okay, so many areas I used to fish. I can't. I can't go. Rocky Point. Yeah. Okay. So there's so many areas, but uh, yeah, we're in a better position now because we got CCA California. We can help. We're organized and we can help fight this, as Don mentioned. Right. But the nice thing about Donnie is, uh, Donnie, your boats are still catching barracuda, right? Thank goodness. Yeah. uh, You know, if you just want to look in the last two weeks, you say, "Geez, why were you complaining?" The last two weeks have been really, really good barracuda and big mass of the sandbag showing them, which we haven't seen for years. And it helps relieve the pressure on the sculpture on the rockfish. But the last two weeks have been really good. But up till then, it had been a very poor winter and uh, spring and early summer. So right now, you know, yay, hooray, hopefully it continues on. But realistically, it hasn't been much of a year. Well, and I think think that, I hope our listeners caught on to that. It's time to get on these boats, okay? And the fishing is good. And something happened here a few years ago that didn't happen during my real time of fishing on party boats is, you know, we used to, you know, wait for the newspaper to tell us, you know, what was caught, you know, last day before. Or if you waited for Western Outdoor News, you know, you were catching, you know, a week's old information. And so you went, you were excited and you went to see what would happen. Unfortunately, now it's all on the Internet and people fish through the internet and um, it's really sad it's really sad because you're missing out if you if you're just going out fishing just for the fish oh you're missing out because i know i don't go out there fishing just for the fish you go for the experience you go for nature i mean think about this you're outside you're getting your sun which is vitamin d very important during the COVID. remember okay so you're getting your vitamin d uh, don't get too much D, okay, because then you'll be burnt, okay? But, um, you know, you get your vitamin D, and then you're also out in nature with fresh air, and um, and you're doing a sport. So since it is a sport, it makes all us anglers athletes. We're all athletes, okay? We're not 
paid athletes, but we're all athletes. So um, they're they're biting, and right now we we haven't had a good barracuda bite or a good sand bass in years. Donnie, when was the last time you saw one? It's been quite a while. We were getting usually we start catching we catch them for a week or two in the first of June. Sort of swim by us, and they start catching them in Ventura. And then we start catching them about this time of year. So we were a little bit worried, but it's really good fishing. And the important thing is the boats are out there. They're seeing the uh, quantity, the biomass is nice. And it's good. And another thing, sir, you're talking about going out and fishing, and it is a sport, uh, but I just want to throw in there uh, my plug for the kids' fish free. Yesterday, our half day boat had nine kids on it. I mean, that sounds like that, but that means nine children went fishing for free with a paid adult. Maybe some of them wouldn't have gone because it's too expensive, but we introduced them to the fishing and the sculpting and the barracuda and the bass all bit. So hopefully they're hooked on fishing and uh, it'll be, we got to slow down the decline in the fishing. We got to get it going again. Got to get more people buying licenses and going fishing. Right. In other words, don't buy your kids uh, an Xbox, buy them a tackle box and get them out fishing. Absolutely. And there's guys like you who lead the uh, the move to get these kids fishing, okay? And then you do it through, you know, you you buy an adult ticket, you get a free kids ticket. That, that's just amazing. You can take your your son, your your great your, your your child, your grandchild, your nephew, niece, whatever, neighbor's friend, if all that be. You know, the kids are out for the summer. They're they're. Uh, they're out there. You know what? Get them out of the house if they're, you know, behind a screen of some kind or get them out of trouble because a lot of them are getting in trouble. So you put them on a boat. Not a lot of trouble they can get on a boat, okay? And um, I was really moved uh, this particular trip. We just got back yesterday from uh, an over a day-and-a-half trip, and we had one kid, a deckhand, 17 years old, and Donnie, it reminded me of old-school deckhands at, at that age where it's like yes sir no sir uh working hard uh his abilities um were great and you know what when i asked him how long he's been doing it he goes oh i've been on boats since i was 10 years old you know fishing and doing That's this incredible. and yeah and helping out on deck and and now you know he's a deckhand and my goodness does this kid have a, a huge future yeah you know and uh so it, it's all you know guys like you donnie you know the you brought him up the right way, okay? Except for Larry, <laughs> I know he's listening. So, except for Larry, I don't know what 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 you did with Larry, but <laughs> Big Bird, we love you, Big Bird. Big Bird was doing well, and then he saw the the force. You know, he just turned the wrong way at the end. Yeah, he went he went to the dark side. <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. All right, so uh, Donnie, we have the uh, Enterprise and the City of Long Beach. They're catching barracuda bass. A rockfish in between, sculpin'. I mean, um, guys, this is the time to get on these boats. Ron, we may have to just uh, pull a um, pull an Osho here somewhere, some other stuff, and just go fishing. Uh, yeah, especially right. I mean, you can't ask for anything more right now. I'm just looking at all the fish. I can't wait to take my 90J from Fishing yeah. Syndicate, and I'm going to go old school and bring out a UFO blue and white. <laughs> Number one, put it on that jig stick, fly it out there, and then bring it in as fast as I could. Remember they said, if you real fast, you're not going fast enough. As fast as you can go, and just bring it in. (laughs) And then put some surface irons on these things. They are the funnest things. Okay, Barracuda is 
a fun fish. And you know what? If you treat the fish right, in other words, you bring it in, keep it moist or as wet as you can, um, it's not that bad. Oh, it, it's, it's very good. Smoked. I barracuda is my favorite smoked fish. I didn't think I would like it. I brought it home. We took care of it. We gutted it, iced it, got it home, smoked it with the skin on. Mm-hmm. It's, we've, it's incredible. It's I, good on the barbecue too with some yeah. lemon. You know, just uh, as it's barbecuing, oh, yeah. uh, I would leave the skin on mm-hmm. and, and and put it on the barbecue with the skin on the right. bottom, and then just keep putting. Um, you put some garlic and maybe some um, some onions, and then just you know just keep dousing it with with lemon. It really is tasty. So, is. but smoked, I think, is the best. Oh, it's great. All yes. right. So, Donnie, if they want to get on either boat, how do they go about it? Well, you go to our website, purepoint.net, and you can book for the Enterprise, which is going daily at 6 o'clock in the morning. And the City of Long Beach goes daily at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, right now we're fishing local, so it's not a long boat ride. It's not going all the way to Catalina because the fish are here right now. When they end up back at Catalina, you know, we'll have to move. But right now it's the time to go. And it's a kids fish free during the week. And uh, just one more thing. It looks really good for the overnight boats coming up they caught a couple of dorado yesterday which is a great sign and last two weeks they've caught more and more yellow fish so oh, wow all coming together it's going to be a fantastic august and then like i've always say way way back when in april and march save a little bit of money because october november can be the very best fishing it's by far the best weather mm-hmm. and a little lightest so save some money because that's when it's going to really turn on yeah, and people, the reason we say the best weather is uh, by the end of September, it, it, the, the hurricane season is over. And so everything seems to start to calm down. I mean, we were supposed to be flat calm. We went out, and it was not flat calm. Okay, we had some 10-mile-an-hour winds to boost. I mean, there's 10 miles sustained, and then gusts above that. Um, but no, right here, right now, it's nice. Um uh, get out, get some sun, take the kids especially. Take the kids out, okay? Don't just let them get into trouble some one, one place or another, okay? Or become uh, TV rats. We don't want that either. Or, or You know the one thing I hate? They're always on their phone, okay? Anyway, Donnie, uh, give everybody your uh, how to get a, a ticket. One more time. You go to our website, purepoint.net, and you can book one of the boats. And I know we're out of time, but next week, Enter Miami, Messi, Busquets. Amen, amen to that. And let me just say, because Ron loves this, Argentina's world champion for the next three and a half years. Ron, take us out. This is Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, and we'll be right back. AM 830. 
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio. AM 830 KLAA. Music courtesy of the CFO of Angler Chronicles, Rhonda Feinstein. I like you, that song. You, you like this music? Mm-hmm. I, I did it for you. Thank Ron you. is dying over there. I know. Well, he you is. know, I, I haven't heard Elvis sound so good. I, <laughs> I, it's amazing how well yeah, he's, he's singing from the grave, my friend. Yes. Oh, that's right. From the grave, huh? <laughs> All right. So let me, uh, let me bring, well, we just got back from a very, very exciting trip. Um, a lot of fun, and who do I have here? Directly from, I imagine, uh, inside the, the wheelhouse, Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How is everybody? Well, we're good, and as you can see, uh, you said you wanted Rhonda on the uh, on the show. So, Rhonda, go ahead and interview uh, Captain Rick Scott. Good morning, Rick. I'm here specifically on your request. <laughs> Good morning. Sergio's like, yeah, are you coming? Nice. And I'm like, no. Rick's like, are you coming? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you uh, got some sleep last night. We I know did. we didn't get much on that trip. Yeah, No, we were night fishing. It was the first time I'd however, really done a However, 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 there was a picture posted that would say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you took that picture. <laughs> and posted it. take that picture. I well, would never do that. Y- yes, you would. Somebody took the picture. Somebody got it to Dina. Dina posted it. It was hilarious. So basically, folks, if you haven't seen it, go to Facebook, uh, go to Ocean Odyssey, and you'll see a picture of Ron and me on the inside the galley, which is a big no-no, with our feet up, passed out. And the reason was we took off. We fished that evening. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we fished throughout the night. Yes. Then we fished the next day. 
Okay, so mm-hmm. we barely got any sleep at all. Right. It was like power naps here and there. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you didn't want to go to your bunk. Brenda and I were afraid. If we go down to our bunks, there was no way we were going to wake up, and we didn't want to miss anything. Well, Rick got us there so fast that we started fishing what, just before 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody slept because the fishing was good. And yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it was unbelievable, and we got, we got fish at night during the day. And on the spreader bar. <laughs> yep. How cool is that? Bar, it's, it's going out. Actually, both of them are going out. Oh, yeah. Today, so. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm in the process of getting you more of the purple and pink. Those were the hot colors. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just uh, a good time. You know, the the guy that makes it, this company called Half Fish, um, he was, I, I sent him the photos yesterday. And he called too late. I go, no, I don't want to answer because I, I want to fall asleep because of the show. And. I'll call him today, but he left me a message, a message saying, I saw the photos. He goes, mm-hmm. we were out there, too. We got a whole bunch of fish on them. And, mm-hmm. and I said, well, good. I was a little worried they might not work on a sport boat because they want some faster speed, but they worked, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, that that's a funny story because typically you pull those things really slow. And when we got bit, I happened to see a school on the sonar, and I kept I, I kept chasing it. And I couldn't catch up to it, so I finally kicked up the speed to about nine knots. And as fast as I was going, that school stayed right in the front of the boat, would not let me get on top of it. Finally, it just disappeared. And next thing I hear in the back of the boat was hookup, and we were doing nine knots pulling that thing. I couldn't believe it. I know. It was so cool. So um, let me ask you, um, if you can, what area did we fish and what area are you at? So we fished, um, I'd call it southeast of the 425, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yesterday morning there was a little bit less fish caught. I think that that night we were coming home, um, one of our boats only had two fish. Um, Last night there was not a fish caught down there in the dark. And I didn't have hope for catching a fish down there, so we're on our way up to Clemente. Our plan was to start down there this morning, maybe catch a little bit of fish, and then head up to Clemente tonight for the night bite because we're on a two and a half day. But I, I didn't see that. I, I didn't feel that was going to happen this morning, just from the conditions and what I was seeing down there. But I could be wrong. They they could be catching fish down there right now. But I haven't heard anybody come on our radio and and say that they're catching fish. In fact, I had one of the guys come on a uh, get on the tribute. Frank said he's hoping that he catches a fish today because I think he was seeing the same thing I was seeing down there. It's, it's totally changed. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the things that happened on our trip was that um, I looked up and uh, the Angler Chronicles flag was flying. And when that thing gets flying, we limited out on bluefin and we caught yellowfin. Okay, and we caught a pomfret. Okay, that fish that we um, oh, is that what it was called? Yeah. So yeah, uh, pomfret. Yeah. Also called monchong in the market. Okay, very the tasty. Flag's, the flag's still up. It didn't help us last night. Well, that's because that's because Rhonda wasn't on the boat. Okay, it's, <laughs> I know. It's a I told two you. She, it's come, a... she can come. She needs to come on every trip for the rest of the season. I told her that. <laughs> I mean, we went she out there. <laughs> we do. We do. We do catch a lot of fish. Well, listen. Let me just say, we had four ladies on the boat. Okay, we had Rhonda and mm-hmm. three other ladies on the Shay, boat. Shay, Melissa, Melissa and, and Angie. And Angie. Okay, all four girls. Okay. 
got fish. They got fish at night. They got yep. fish during the day. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Angie was the one that got the one of the fish on the troll. Okay. Right. I had the perfect setup. I had the fishing syndicate, the uh, FSG, mm-hmm. no, FSC, okay, uh, 760XH with a Boss 30 from Accurate, Extreme, 100-pound test, 100-pound leader right through that uh, uh, that spreader bar, and she just brought it in. In fact, I was making fun to her. I said, listen, you, 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 with a 100-pound test, you don't play around. you got to get these fish in and bring them in. So it's all good. All right, Rick, how's yep. the rest of the season looking? Um, it looks good. We've got some spots on some of the trips. Um, I just got to – I'm on a – report for the El Nino and I got another one yesterday it looks like it's it's here it's here now they say it's going to get stronger as the summer progresses and there's a bunch of yellowfin down below I'm looking forward to those getting up here and catching a bunch of yellowfin and I'm sure there's going to be some Dorado showing up but I don't know been a little frequent. well I don't know if you heard Donnie Ashley but Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing said they caught some Dorado yesterday okay now and so those would be uh, like the Toronado Okay, so the Toronado is going to be in the area that you are, so hopefully maybe you can pick up some uh, some of those Dorado, okay? But, yeah, listen, yep. I love being the first time you got limits this year. It's Angler Chronicles. We've got other trips. We have two trips uh, left. I, th- I think the two-and-a-half is sold out, and the October trip is pretty close to being sold out. But you um, want I'm going more? on both of those. You're going right. on both of those. Okay, so. <laughs> well, then we're guaranteed fish. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I do have to say that... that both trips are sold out, the upcoming ones in September uh, 5th through the 8th, and then the October 26th. So. Okay, so they're sold out, but you know what? Do we need to put another one on the books? Yeah, I'm, feel just, free. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, feel You know, hey, if you got some of those open parties you want, and I need a chrono sponsorship, just give me a quick call, and uh, we'll make it happen, okay? Because we had a great... I, 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 think, I, think, I think Rana just wants to stand at that rail all night and wind his fish. Oh my god! I had so much fun. I, she didn't sleep. Dude. Didn't she, sleep. She, hey, Rick. She was complaining this. Fishing. Rick, she's complaining this morning. Her calves hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, that's because she's got to do it more often. That's yeah. right. We better get a bu- we better get a bunch more trips. That's right. But I had Ugh. so much fun. It was the first time I really truly fished, like night fishing, where yep. the fish were biting, and you were constantly pulling on your rod, you know, just yeah. dropping down and stuff. But it was a lot of fun. See, the night the night part was new to you. Yeah. You, you hadn't done that before, no. and you did catch one. I did. Okay, you mm-hmm. caught one during that time, and um, it, it's it, it's it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I didn't think it would be, but it, it, it really was. There was a lot of excitement on the boat. Everybody was catching fish. It was great. Okay, so let, let's see. Uh, Rick, I've got to go to a commercial. I'm sure you're going to get going. So real quick, where do they no, go? I'm, to? I'm here. I'm here. I can stay here for a minute. Okay, good. Okay. Then, then stay with me. All okay. right, Rhonda, take us okay. out. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and we'll be right back. Oh, no. You made your choice. Now it's up to me. If you have a
you've ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA Orange County Los Angeles and Inland Empire where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You know, if you hear this song and you're on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA, and if it's Angler Chronicles, it can mean only one thing. And I still have Captain Rick Scott on the on the line here. And, and Rick, you know, it can only mean one thing, that the sheriff is here. The guy that the only hope the Angels have, okay, is for him to get up to home base. He'll point out, and he'll put that ball wherever he puts it. But you know what? Ronda, he doesn't use a baseball bat. He uses his jig stick. And he takes that surface iron, and he points to it. And he goes, you know what? You see the big A? Bam! He hits the big A. Because where he puts his eye, that's where he puts his jig. Without further ado, the jig slinger himself, the sheriff, Mr. Danny Jackson. Hey, well, good morning, Sergio and and Ron and Rhonda, and special good morning to uh, Jim Hendricks. Always nice to have you on the show, Jim. Thank you, Appreciate Danny. Your, your information there. Sergio, I'll keep it short here. I'm a little bit hoarse here this morning. Okay, but, then let me let but, me put you on hold for a second. I got Captain Rick yeah. Scott. He's on the well, sat anyway. phone. I don't want to make it too, too hard for him. Hey, Rick, um, uh, the best way for somebody to get on one of the trips? OceanOdysseyFishing.com or give Dina a call, 619-889-4535. And good morning, Danny. There you go. Hey, good morning, Rick Scott. All good right, morning. so um, listen, we had a great time. There's a plenty of fish out there. We, we can see them boiling at times and doing all crazy stuff. So um, yeah, that that fish. first that first boil in the at daybreak uh, was pretty impressive, huh, Rick? Oh yeah, that yeah thing we was, had a good that... stop in the morning. We we caught fish at night and then uh, went right into a gray bite. Caught fish until the sun came up and. 
And we caught fish as the sun was going down. And yeah. I'm going, okay, I said, I said to Rhonda, look, I, I'm not doing it two nights in a row. Okay, I go, I just, no, there's no fish worth my sleep. And, and for those that, that know me, and we always joke, the, right. I think the only reason I stayed up because Rhonda was there, okay, because I usually go to sleep, and I don't care if there are cows coming over. Nighttime is for sleeping. So I give my spot out the rail. I just go to sleep. But Rhonda was there. I said, "Okay, look, I'll help you out here. I'll stay up." And I'd go. To, I, I would go into. I'd sneak into the galley and get the fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, you know, little power naps, and go back outside. And she was catching fish. In fact, all the girls, the biggest fish on the boat was caught by one of the ladies, mm-hmm. Melissa. Melissa. Okay, so uh, big congratulations to her, and um, love the fact that husband brought the wife and the daughter. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. And uh, bring your significant other. Shay is a significant other as well. Okay, and uh, I want to welcome Desi back on on the boat and your new crew. I love your new crew. Big huge shout out to Tiny. Okay, I know he does. He <laughs> loves that. I just made it official. Okay, that's Craig. I don't, yep. what, what's Craig's last name? Adolfo. Adolfo. Craig Adolfo. He's. Yep. Uh, I yep. call him Tiny uh, Jim because he's six foot eight. Oh my goodness! Yeah, wow. he's he's, he's so just short. First guy I've ever seen have to duck his head going through your galley. Well, no, John. John's yeah. the other one. Well, John, but yeah, we'll talk about. Okay. He's actually taller than John by uh, mm-hmm. I think three mm-hmm. inches. So yeah, so this is uh, got a great group. You got Mike uh, up top with you and Michael down below. What's the new kid's name? The seventeen-year-old. Uh, Griff. That kid great has kid. a future. Uh, and I'm glad he's with you. You can get some good training in him because he's 17. Um, that kid, I watched him, okay, chump. He didn't drop a single bait on the deck. Every bait made it on the water, and he was brailing at times. Not, a, I mean, think about that. You usually get one or two. Somebody gets hit in the back of the head. No, this kid would put him out there. It was, it was wonderful. So uh, good job on your crew. Okay, and the Thank food you. and the food was spectacular too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was great. It's always good. Yeah, yes, it was. It oh, was good. How about the how about the spe- how about the special pizza that Desi made? Okay, so mm-hmm. we had a pizza. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Peanut butter and M and M's. Wow. And okay. it was amazing. In fact, I wanna I gotta get with Dina. To, I wanna get that crust. I wanna buy that crust. And I wanna know where she gets it <laughs> uh, and make some pizzas at home. That's unbelievable. But anyway, okay, Rick. Listen, I'll let you be. Um, go catch some big, huge okay. fish. Remember. Take photos, okay? <laughs> and because uh, I mean, we we put up some photos and it made the rounds all over social he, he media. He took the best photo of all. Which one? You two sleeping? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know it. Michelle's like, oh, you guys look so cute sleeping. I'm like, oh my god, who snuck down there and took a picture of us sleeping in our bunk, right? And she goes, oh no, no, you guys were in the galley. I'm like, what? So Sergeant looked, and I was like, oh my. god goodness gracious yeah but you know what he what he doesn't realize is that at some point you two will have to go to sleep and at the night i may just play the night oh. owl and go out there and just i didn't see it thing. either till rick pulled me over and says yeah. here come here you got to see this <laughs> <laughs> but anyway rick one more time your uh, website and where to get a uh, a ticket and a reservation on the ocean odyssey and uh go get them captain Okay, so we have a really light load next Wednesday as of right now, but we're going for sure. I think it's seven or eight people on it right now. Um, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Look right online or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. And that is uh, Wednesday night, uh, day and a half? 
Oh, yeah. I should probably tell you that part, too. I'm just so tired. Yeah, Wednesday night. Day and a half. Okay, very cool. Very, very cool. All right, everybody. Yep. Captain okay. Rick Scott, you guys have, go do it. Give have, me some pictures. Have a great day. Take care, Rhonda. Thanks, Rick. And, Bye. Uh, Thank you for everything. We'll, we'll look, look forward to next time. Yes. Thank him for being on the show. <laughs> thank you for being on the show. I know. I was I was telling her to thank you. <laughs> so you're the, no, you're the, I'm thanking her. There you go. So see, she, she because kept Rick order. asked. So here I am. Very good. Very good. All right, Rick. Go get it done, bud. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right, Rick Bye-bye. Scott, Ocean Odyssey out of H and M Landing, by far. Our flagship in San Diego. Okay, Danny Jackson, I'm coming to you. Well, just real quick, Sergio. Uh, I just want to say how nice it is to see the victory, the enterprise, the city, all getting in on this wide-open Barracuda uh, uh, fishing. You know, I keep up with it on 976 Tuna, of course, like Mm -hmm. you mentioned. And uh, so I've got to get out there. I really got the twitch. Um, So anyway. I'll be out on Monday uh, on the AC Sled. Yeah, I, I know, and you know, you'll, you'll no doubt get them, Sergio, you'll no doubt get them. Anyway, let's get to the show for tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to run one of our fan favorites. I get asked about this show a lot, and it's certainly one of my favorites. It's an El Nino, the, the last really big El Nino we had, of course, was 2015. And, you know, maybe some of that stuff will come up here this, you know, July, August, September, we hope so. But it's aboard the Freelance out of Davies Locker. It's called The Legends. Oh, my God. And uh, some of the guys that got their start on the Freelance back in the... Well, wait, 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 wait. When we talk talk about this episode, I mean, this one warms my heart uh, because it's personal. This one, for you and I, this one was personal, okay? Uh, I grew up on the Freelance, okay, out of Newport. Uh, You cooked on, on the boat. Uh, that's how you and I met, I don't know, over 30 years ago. And um, oh, yeah. to, to go back on that boat and to gather previous captains, deckhands, um, and only, I think, two regulars, that was it, um, and put them on the boat, okay, and go out and do what we did. We destroyed the fish. You're going to have, um, we got blue, did we get bluefin or only yellowfin? I don't remember. Just yellowfin. We yeah. got yellowfin tuna. We got large um, uh, dorado, and we got very large uh, yellowtail. Okay. Yeah. To have Captain Don Brockman drive the boat with his second tickets on a three-quarter day of um, we had Chris Goble. Okay. We had Norris Tap flew in from uh, Texas. Uh, in the galley, we had none other than um, Gary. He flew in from, where is he coming from, Wisconsin or? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. I mean, these guys flew in for this trip, and it was simply an amazing trip. We had Corby. We had um, all the all the, the captains now um, were pinheads back in the day. They were all on the boat. We actually said... Prior to 1993, didn't we say that? I think it was 93. Uh, if, if you came after that, you weren't on that trip. You had to be old school. So from from the yeah. inception, right. was April 3rd, 1984. Five. Five. That's it. So Five. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So it's a great episode. I'm glad you're putting that one on. 
Yeah, it is, and, and it's fitting. Let's hope some of these uh, yellowfin, uh, you know, continue up the line there. Right? It would be nice to see the Dorado, too. But anyway, it's going to air tomorrow morning, Sergio, at 8.30 a.m. on Valley Sports West, again at 9 a.m., and it'll air five times like all of our shows do this next year. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to take some more of my Mucinex. Okay, mm-hmm. I've been taking that. It tells me a lot. And I hope to see you guys at uh, Miles Square Golf Course Coffee Shop, 7.30 this morning, Fountain Valley. So uh, you guys have a good weekend. And, Jim, it's so nice to hear you again. Well, I'll just hang up and listen to Jim Hendricks. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Danny. I appreciate it. It was great to hear from you. All right, Danny, go All take right. some Mucinex, and we'll see you at breakfast, okay? Bye, All Sheriff. Right, you bet. See you guys. All right. Bye, bye Ron. Bye-bye. Danny Jackson, CEO of Filmdom at, at Angler Chronicles. All right, let me get another captain in here. I got uh, Tanner on the Helena. Good morning, Tanner. Good morning, Sergio. How are you doing today? Pretty good. What are you doing? We are heading offshore right now on a on an all-day trip. Going to go try and find some of these yellowfin and bluefin that have been in our uh, local waters. About how I know that you encountered some last week. Uh, how far did you have to go out from Dana? Um, so from Dana, we were about 20 miles, but we were only 10 to 12 miles off the beach. It was uh, it was a good volume of fish stretching from Oceanside all the way up to Newport, pretty much. And there was uh, some schools of that 30 to 50 pound, and then a couple schools of that bigger stuff right around, you know, 80 to 100. Wow. Okay, so you got, how many people you got on the boat? Today we have 12 people. We have uh, one of our, one of our really good charter groups. They always, uh, they always tend to be pretty lucky whenever we have them. Excellent. Well, listen, Tanner, do me a huge favor. Take some photos, get them to Ron or to me. Make sure we make a really good post. Um, I mean, just think about it. Jim, 10 miles off Dana. Oh, my God. Just 10, 10 miles off the coast, okay? Uh, uh, that's like the the last El Nino. We were just catching them right off the San Onofre domes there, you know? The forecast like, is we are going to have a super El Nino, I've the been. likes of the 1980s, Ooh. okay? Well. And that's when we lost the Huntington Beach Pier. I mean, I remember when the pier went down. Okay, now it's made out of cement, but back there it was made out of wood. Okay. I lost many a surfboard to that pier. I can't <laughs> wait for this. All right, El Nino Tanner, today. listen, are you on the water? Yes, we're on the water right now. We're heading straight out from Dana Point. All right, listen, i got to go to commercial. What I'll do is I'll get everybody, I'll let them know how to get a hold of you. All right, go get them, Cap. Uh, give me some great pictures, all right? Perfect. Thank you very much. I'll uh, hopefully be sending you some towards the end of the day. Excellent. Thanks. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, and we'll be right back. I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you And I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like Angels Radio AMA 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. 
Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio AM830 Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, and I'm going to hand it over to Sergio. Yeah, you're going to get fired. You can't even get one-liner. It's a one-liner. It's written. All you got to read it. Uh, oh, you got to go to the bathroom. Okay, good. Go ahead. Now, everybody knows. I'm only 80 to 100,000 listeners. I that... didn't even say that out loud. Oh, but I like mouth that I have to go. No. Oh, yeah, and okay. then you well, say Well, we can it. hear that, too. We so can hear that, too. <laughs> Okay, go go do what you got to do. Don't forget to yeah, just go. go. Yeah. I, have the, I have the code. Okay, you have the code. Yeah. Okay, go go. All right. It's, 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 Inside it's radio, live. you don't hear every day. No, no, no. <laughs> I I haven't heard Oingo Boingo in a while. But but I'm gonna take a guess. That was Elton. That is Elton John with Dua yeah. with uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, and that's a great song. It's a great mix. In fact, yeah. you've had two of them. We had Sickick. Uh, I think is it then I can feel it, which is Michael Jackson and Phil Collins. There we had another one that was Elton John and Britney Spears. Hold me closer. There's a lot of the one that I wanted for the for you was Marshmallow and the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, it's all good. This is this is uh, Leilani. This is all all his music. Ron loves this yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jimbo. Let's get back on this. Um, we've talked to all the captains. We know the fish are biting, but you're trying well, to make sure that fish are biting so that we can actually catch them. Okay, but let me interrupt first. But oh. you guys can get in touch with uh, Dana Wharf, uh, Helena, and stuff like that at uh, 888-224-0603 or uh, DanaWharfSportFishing.com. DanaWharfSportFishing.com. Okay. All right, so um, we were talking about the July 20th meeting, and it's important because you're, you're, you're addressing what issues? So we have two big issues. One is the uh, Marine Protected Area Review. Um, we know there's going to be intense pressure from environmental groups to expand the MPA. We've already heard it. We've heard it in, a, in 
previous Fishing Game Commission meetings. This one is part of the Fishing Game Commission. It's on July 20th. You can actually find out how to log into the meeting at fgc.ca.org slash meetings, and you can find out how to log in. Will CCA be posting information on that? CCA will be at the meeting. And, but yes, you, we, we, we will be posting. We're going to be putting it on our website and on our, uh, on our social media platforms so you, people can find out how to log in and how to um, make comments and, and really express their opinions. Need Let me it. just stress something to our listeners. When you, if you do participate, guys, remember this. Do it professionally. Do not use any type of cuss words whatsoever. Um, do it right, because if not, we fall into that stigma that we are all uneducated fools. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and we don't want to do that. Right. So, yeah, we want to be polite. We want to be respectful. We want to get our opinions across. Uh, and we want to uh, and, and we do want to communicate with the with the Marine Resources Committee. But we need to do it in a in a in a respectful manner. Believe me, there's ways that I want to communicate with these people. It's not good. But you know what? It wouldn't do us any good. So. So. They, but it is important that they hear from us they, right. and they should hear from us in numbers. I mean, so the MLPA is one of the issues, okay? Right. And they want to expand, but they're not willing to give us the data. No, we, we have the data, and the, and and the, the data, data is on. Uh, will be available on this, the Fishing Game website. So uh-huh. the decadal review information is on there right now. So you can go there and and pour through the information. And it can and it shows that they're not even needed. It's, yes, basically, it's it, we're, it, 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 it's inconclusive in some cases. Uh, in some cases, there is a significant the, uh, uh, numbers, but it's not, it has not increased biodiversity. This is the big thing. They were hoping that the marine protected areas would increase biodiversity. Has not proven to do that. So I think we, you know, certainly don't want any expansion, and we may actually encourage them to shrink the uh, marine protected area network. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Because so that, the world record calico bass was caught in an area that now is closed. Yeah. Well, my the first white sea bass I ever caught, legal white sea bass I ever caught was is in now in an area that's closed in the Ben Weston uh, MPA. So the other thing that's going to be coming up at the July 20th meeting is uh, the inshore set gillnets. I don't know how many of you fish off the shore and have seen these gillnets. We actually eliminated gillnets within the California state limit, the three-mile limit, but there are still 39 permits out there of uh, gillnetters actually draping, I call them the curtains of destruction, curtains of death uh, across our inshore waters. And they're they're targeting halibut and white sea bass, but they're catching a lot of other stuff. Well, and I, you know, you and I had this conversation earlier. There's an area that I like to fish on the center console. Uh, it's a hard bottom area, and we were catching just simply monster sand bass. And you know, and we're taking, we're being very cautious, taking care of the fish, getting our photo, releasing the fish safely, right. and and then just to see all of a sudden uh, these boats just just constantly in the area. And here's the problem: week after week after week in the same area. And it's a curtain of death. They take, they're looking for halibut, but they take all your bycatch. Right. And and they throw it away. And they throw it away. And they throw it away. And I mean, a lot of 
in, including short halibut, they can't take to market. They'll throw away short halibut dead. Mm-hmm. They'll throw away, you know, tons of, of uh, birds get caught in here. Um, uh, there's all kinds of sea life that goes, uh, rays, sharks, including, you know, the protected Calif- uh, the great white shark gets caught in these set gill nets. So do black, uh, black sea bass. Black but see, sea bass. They're allowed, a commercial uh, fisherman of that nature can actually keep one, white, one black sea bass a day, I think it is. Yeah, it's an incidental catch. It's a legal incidental catch, mm-hmm. um, uh, which seems crazy. Cause well, we, it seems crazy that they're devastating our, our, our coastline mm-hmm. from fish, and at the same time, they get to keep stuff that we can't keep. So the push from CCA is to do what with them? Is to replace them with more selective gear. You know, we don't, we, we want them, we don't want to put these these commercial fishermen out of business completely, mm-hmm. but we don't want these curtains of death strung across our coastline. So it's a happy medium, and I agree with you. I mean, the one thing that, you know, the reason I've you know been more tolerable is because, you know, they have the right to make a living as well, okay? They've been making a living for generations that way. But unfortunately, uh, we're beginning to feel the destruction that occurs. So right, right. they can still make a living, okay, using other means that will leave the bycatch by itself. For me, by I love bass fishing. So okay, so so many bass are being decimated, and it, we haven't had that migration that we've had in years. It looks like maybe this year it's happening. Okay, um, I have a theory on that. Um, if you ever go south of the border, right around Salsipuedes, you'll see the tuna pens. All right, um, about ten years ago, there was a shortage of sardines and uh, mackerel in that area, so they they had the the tuna pens full of fish, but they didn't have anything to feed them. Right. So they did those gill nets, right. and they would wrap whatever they could. Well, guess what they wrapped? Barracuda and sand bass right. that were migrating up the line. They did that for a couple of years. How do I know this? Well, I knew one, I know one of the pilots that actually right. was looking for fish, and he said, this is what's happening. They interrupted that migration. Okay, no. now I don't know if they stop migrating or it looks that these, hopefully these are fish that are migrating again, because we got lucky. They, they met their quota in early January, right. so they haven't had any reason to, to mess around. That's why you have, although we did see a saner, I did see a saner out there. Well, there's yellowfin, there's so yellowfin. they're targeting the yellowfin. Yeah, yeah. so, um, but you know what, um, hopefully these fish are here, but so important. I want to say that the one of the major species, bycatch species, which is a, a game fish species, in California, and commercially you cannot catch it, it are sand bass. Mm-hmm. But the studies indicate that sand bass are a major bycatch species. They I've seen them near the Isers, right, which is a huge draw of fish. It's it's the only thing in that area that's structure. It's very large. The Isers, okay. And you know the story on the Isers, how to get named and yes, I know go, about go yeah. Russ, Russ Iser, you know, right. help help get the that reef built. You know, one of the and it's one of the most popular fishing areas uh, off our coast here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but, but what, free, like, what freeway was it? What freeway? It was the five turning into the four hundred five. Oh, so what they they were they took down bridges and oh, okay, I didn't so, know that. So all the rebar, all the cement, right. they grabbed that and they dropped it down in that area, right. over a large area, created Iser's Reef. He named it because he he gave all the numbers right. out, and within two years, that thing was producing some great right. fish. It, it's incredible, but you know these commercial gill netters, they're just like us. They ta- they target structure. Mm-hmm. You know they don't put their nets right on top of the structure, but they put 
it in front of it so these fish have to go through the try to go through that net to get to the structure and you know, they and they stop the fish from getting to where we can catch them and like a lot of anglers like you they're catch and release we're not we're not decimating the the sand bass population we're catching and we're releasing mm-hmm. so I, you know, we need to do something to replace these gill nets with alternative gear. So, Ronda, you understand what, what we're saying here? It's it's like this. I'll put it so you you might understand it better. Uh, you just you were just on the ocean out of sea fishing. Yes. Right. So, where did you get your bait? From the handwell. From the handwell. Okay. And how did the deckhand on top of the tank put the bait in the? We went to the bait barge. No, you would, no, you would take a scoop. A scoop, yeah. Put it okay, in Okay, and put it in there. Mm-hmm. But was it just sardines? No, there was anchovies and there was mackerel in there. Okay, you, you were wanting a sardine, but he was putting anchovies and mackerel. So what was happening, he goes down with the scoop. It's whatever he gets, he puts in the hand well. You were only selecting, which would be the angler. The saners are, are, are the deckhand. Whatever the scoop brings, that's what you mm-hmm. get, but it doesn't survive. Okay, oh. that's the key. So, big deal. All right, take us out the break. Take us out the break. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, and we'll be right back. Now I live my life on overtime. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30.
listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And who's this, Rhonda? This is Stick Figure. Very good. Oh, I thought it was Godsmack. <laughs> See, this is, this is a little more modern reggae. Stick Figure is fantastic. I like him. All right. Um, where do we leave off? We left off that we don't want any more gillness. That's right. Know? Yeah. The um, I think you know that I I want if I can leave everybody with two things. Is one is July twentieth is an important date for us to uh, call in to the uh, MRC meeting, the Marine Resources Committee meeting, uh, both on the Marine Protected Area um, Decadal Review and on the Set Gillnet issue. Both are agenda items. There'll be a time and a place uh, announced, if you're listening, for you to call in, uh, for you to uh, express your opinion. They'll give you about two or three minutes to do that, usually. If there's a lot of callers, they cut them down to about two minutes. But I want to encourage everybody to express their opinion, and because and we know there's going to be a lot of support for expansion from certain groups, we need to express our support and kind of balance that out. Mm-hmm. And CCA California will be there uh, to testify. Um, on both issues, we will be there in force at, and it's in Petaluma. If you want to go to Petaluma, you can go there and actually testify in person. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's uh, those are the things I really want to leave with Angler Chronicle followers. Yeah, and, and this, here's the thing: um, the opposing position is very well organized, very outspoken, and very dedicated. They are very dedicated on stopping us from fishing. Okay, they're very dedicated on stopping us from hunting anywhere in california so we are they are very anti-outdoor i guess if we're outdoor we're supposed to be jogging or riding a bicycle okay that's it that's all you're allowed to do okay however that's not our position but here's the problem with fishermen um we just go out and fish we, we don't get too much involved and that's been the problem um, if you're not the squeaky wheel, you're not going to get the oil. That's right. And so, you know, we don't want the Fish and Game Commission to just hear one point of view on this. And that's uh, all they've been doing. That's true. So I think CCA California, let me, I don't want to indicate that CCA California does not support marine conservation. It's in our name. We well, do. Well, the difference is this. I think we can, I can make this for just about 99% of the anglers in Southern California. We are conservationists, but we're not preservationists, and that's the difference, okay? So if you don't know what those two words up, look them up. Conservation is one thing. Preservation is another, okay? Um, Forgive me, but even Jesus had a good fishing story, right? okay? And so um, uh, the local American Indian... If you didn't didn't know how to hunt or fish, you went hungry. Okay? Right. So uh, they they knew sustainable uh, outdoor recreation, and that's really what we're all about. Is we you know we believe that marine conservation can coexist with sustainable, responsible, consumptive outdoor recreation. And that's why you know there's limits on certain species. You know they've limited. You know I'm not too. I'm not sure about the bass, if that made any difference or not, going from 12 to 14 or f- from 10 to 5 fish total. But you know what? It's a livable thing. If you go out and you actually eat the calico bass and you keep five fish over 14, believe me, that's that's a big meal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't... Uh, the years of getting off these party boats and just watching, just watching one sack after the other sack full of 
bass in there, and then people just walked off without them, and you go, why'd you kill them? Right. So those were the days of kill them all mentality. You know what? There's a few people that still think that what that way. Well, you're wrong. And, you know, because you thought that way, that's where I were in the situation that we are now, and they've actually gained some power because they, they know the stories. Well, they've been there. I'll, I'll say this. I, we Yeah, maybe that's why we're in this situation, but I think we're in this situation because of a lot of things that are beyond our control. There's coastal pollution, there's sewage spills, there's plastic pollution, there's habitat degradation. All of these things are huge issues. That well, well, that's just the governor. <laughs> but what other pollution do we have? Ron, we, Ron, Ron loves the governor. We, don't, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we really Really, you know, we we those are those are mega issues that we have to address, yeah. and we need to address those far more uh, uh, fast and quickly than we. You know, anglers aren't the problem. We're not no. out. We no, but we haven't we haven't uh, exercised our right to speak, and we need to do that. We need to do that in in a much well. stronger way. So here's my recommendation, and this is where. Uh, I've seen this in the past. Uh, we get an angler that goes up there and just goes absolutely off the wall, and it didn't do any anything to benefit. You agree with what he's saying, but it, the way he delivered it was wrong. So I implore you, please get involved and do me a huge favor. Before you actually say something, write it down, okay? Make sure it's grammarly the grammar is correct okay that it makes sense know it and then read it okay and I think that's that's the best way because your message will come across and you can do it in a polite way okay you can be strong but what I used to call the velvet hammer Rhonda remember mm-hmm. at Pfizer the velvet hammer right everything is velvet you know, sweet but when it comes down to it here comes the hammer right Deliver it that way, and it'll be good. Right, exactly. And we have to, you know, no personal attacks. We can't attack the Fish and Game Commission or any of that. Um, we just need to be basically express our point of view, get it across, get it across concisely, because we're you're going to be limited to about two minutes on all of these issues. And who makes these decisions? The, the Fish and Game Commission, which uh, is five still, right? Um, yes. So, but this is the MRC. This is a subcommittee of the okay. Fish and Game Commission, which is the, still the same people. But it's the, and they will then make the recommendation to the Fish and Game Commission on what they think should be done with the marine protected area um, uh, network, and then the Fish and Game Commission will vote on whether what, now, what, usually, what we should be going. Usually, the representatives of the fish and fish and wildlife. Um, I've seen some of the wardens uh, speak, and they're very supportive, believe it or not, of anglers. Okay, and it's just whether or not the commission, and it's almost like two different things. There's commission's one thing, and then really the agents on the field, and, and that's the one I want to make sure that we don't uh, we don't do the wrong thing. Just like the FBI situation right now, ninety percent of the uh, of the agents are great people. It's just a few people on top. The same thing is happening here, I think, at the Department of Fish and Wildlife. So you're out in the ocean and you come across, yes, sir, no, sir, uh, save you a lot of grief, save you a lot of money, okay, because they have the power to write you a ticket really quick for just about anything. So, you know, they're good people. Deep, uh, deepest respect for our, our wardens, for our fishing Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Uh, these guys are out there, these men and women are out there enforcing the laws, making sure that we uh, we are going to have fish for the future. They're protecting the resource. So, uh, and, and a lot of people deserve those tickets. I have seen some things that should not yeah, be, and true. it's wrong, okay? But 
But, you know, I, I've seen, you know, rockfish being caught when there's not rockfish season. I've seen short fish. Oh, my God, have I seen short fish. And I just shake my head because, you know, I'm a catch and release guy. And you, you have a right to keep fish, but not to keep short fish. Yeah. And not to break the rules. Yeah, yeah. No, CCA California believes in enforcement. We all right. have to abide by the rule of the law. Absolutely. And, and so. And um, if not, if we want to change it well, or, or modify it or affect it, this is what you do. You go to these meetings and you say what you need to say, okay, in a, in a professional, polite way. You know, get the message across. I just don't think they really have a sense of how many there are of us, okay, because we don't speak. We, we, we've we been very silent. We have. Well, it's time for the silent majority well, to write. And let's face it, you know, the, we're, we're, we've, we're, we're anglers because we love to fish. We want to be out on the water catching fish. It, this the political stuff is not why we got into fishing right but unfortunately that it, it comes back down to that so we have to do our share to make sure that the next generation has something to fish for okay so protect our 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 fish okay in other words don't kill them all right. but at the same time let us fish okay? right 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 that's all we want to do I mean, can you imagine, Ron, that you started fishing, what, four years ago, five years mm-hmm. ago? What if you know, said, we well, can't fish anymore? I would be devastated. I'd be really upset. Yeah, you love to fish now. I love to fish. You know, and you got into it late. I mean, you know, just five years. Right. And then, you know, I, it, it, there's no reason. There are fish that perhaps are in danger uh, but of extinction, but there's other fish that are not, and, just, and they're saying they are. And mm-hmm. it's just, I hate well, the blanket things. And I have to say, California has, has one of the best managed marine fisheries in the world. And we, and you know, all of us here believe in the in the management right, practices yeah. that have been put in place. Seasonal closures, okay, we, we can live with that. Um, limits, bag limits, size limits, we can all live with that. Uh, but but we closures, you know, I can't live with that. No, we not don't. The, it's not a wise policy because... How, what's the percentage of our coast that's already closed? Um, it is, you know, I knew this before, but... Um, it's over 20, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's... Uh, I'll have to get back to you. I, I, I have that number right here. Okay, but, uh, now but, when I say the coastline, I mean for the entire California, okay? Yeah. But in Southern California, we're really affected. Well, I'll say, I'll say this. 9% of the coast is has complete closures, but there's a... there's a six, Here it is. 16% of the coast mm-hmm. is in a marine protected area already. Of course, you know, uh, some people would like to see that increase to 30% or doubled, mm-hmm. but 9% is complete closures, 16% is a marine protected area with various regulations. And from, also from keep in mind, this affects our local islands, Catalina. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clemente, thank God they can't touch because it's military, and right. the military said, nope, we're not playing this right. game. Well, that's federal. Yeah, it's not state. Right. right. And then we have uh, San Nicolas Island has that... Uh, um, uh, what is it, the Calcutta Conservation Area? Yeah, Santa Barbara's got a great big MPA. Um, uh, they right took f- away Laguna right Beach. Right. right. And you know why they took away yeah, Laguna Beach? Because the, 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 the expensive homes on the cliffs don't want to see boats out there fishing. You know, it's, it's crazy because I was at the MPA, I watched the MPA day at the Fishing Game Commission meetings. And you know who were really mad about the MPA network were are the tribal nations. Mm-hmm. They would, you know, they, and I, I can't speak for them, but I just heard them say this, that you took away our ancestral lands, you built homes there that we can't afford, and now you want to tell us we can't fish there. Mm-hmm. And, and I say, well, you know what? They, they have a lot more reason to be mad than we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you're in, uh, if you want to see more, go to Ben and Jerry. They made a comment here recently. <laughs> All right, I've had it with them. All right, but listen, um, I love the fact that CCA is uh, is doing this. 
Uh, how do people support CCA? So the best way to support CCA is become a member. It's $40 a year. You can visit ccacalifornia.org and join. I encourage everybody, please join CCA. If we could get all 2 million members, 2 million licensed anglers to become members of CCA, we would be a force that could not be stopped, a force for marine conservation and angler access. And that that's what needs to happen. Yes, yeah, ccacalifornia.org. Please visit it. Please join. $40 a year is really nothing nowadays, and it does so much to help protect the resource and protect your rights. Just, right. just cut out one cup of your coffee every day, and you can afford to join CCA. That's right. right. There you go. That's right. All right. Um, listen, uh, I want to get this in. You just got back from my cast. I did, yeah. I just flew in, Yes, flew back home yesterday. Tell me, tell me. Uh, tell people what ICAST so, is. ICAST is the um, the largest collection of uh, fishing tackle-related uh, companies uh, that gather in the United States. It took place in Orlando. It takes place in Orlando every year around this time uh, at the uh, Orange County, the Orlando-Orange County Convention Center. It's huge. You cannot you cannot see this. I spent two days. I couldn't see the entire show in two days. It is It is massive. But uh, there, are, yeah, but it's it's also like being a kid in a candy shop there because there are so many cool things being introduced, so many rods and reels and lures, unbelievable numbers of of uh, um, tackle items being introduced. But uh, it was incredible. I I saw so many cool so many cool items. I, I'll tell you about it when we get back. Here. All right. So do me a favor. Pick like two or three items to talk about that, and then Ron will give us a real quick rundown of what's going on. Uh, although it's tuna. <laughs> All right, but we'll, uh, we'll talk. Go ahead and take us out, Ronnie. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, and we will be right back. But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom and brought me Angels Radio, AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Sergio? All Over right. You. Well, you know what? Well, somebody that uh, is listening, uh, dear friend, Orchid Martinez from uh, Good morning, Orchid. Uh, fishing con- uh, Baja Fishing Convoys, and uh, I know she's listening, and uh, I know you're listening out there. Just want to let you know, uh, I just did the narration for the last Bay of L.A. trip that we did. Uh, it is phenomenal fishing. We concentrated on Yellowtail and Cabrilla. Folks, that that one is coming. So uh, the sheriff is going to get two episodes here real quick, and uh, we'll have those two episodes coming out for you very, very uh, quick as well. Yeah, I just gave him the John, did the narration on Bay of LA with Orchid Martinez and Baja Fishing Convoys. And it's not just Bay of LA, folks. She goes to Cedros. In fact, our dear friends Derek and Michael are going to Cedros with her. Uh, she does Gonzaga Bay. She does um, San Quintin. Uh, she can do Loretto for you if you want. So any any need that you want, Baja Fishing Convoys. Obviously, she concentrates on the word Baja. That's why it's Baja Fishing Convoys. <laughs> Just want to make sure everybody you knows. You sure it. what is it? Baja Fishing okay. Convoys. <laughs> okay, you can look her up on um, online. She's also on social media. Just wrote, Just put... Baja Fishing Convoys or Orchid Martinez and you'll get it. I, I hope she likes that. All right. And then Ed, no, he did not bring donuts or croissants. No, and no. I've been I've been on him, but don't worry. Okay. Don Southern, buenos dias. Okay. He says buenos dias, amigos, but buenos dias. Anybody else? Okay. Ron, if you have anybody oh, there's else. There's a lot of them. Just John, Mike, Bill, Jim, and uh, what's his name? I, you know, I hope Ben's listening out there. I missed you, man. Night fishing. Ben's getting ready. Well, he should be on this way back, right? I uh, I think he well he'll be back probably after the weekend. I saw him there at ICAST and uh, he showed me the new uh, accurate jigging reels. They're yeah, incredible. They're amazing. really nice. Some slow pitch reels. Wow. Uh, he's the they're uh, yeah, I tell you they're works of art. Yeah. All right. So uh, for Tom and Kathy Elam, there yeah. you go. Tell them uh, two things that you would uh, recommend from the ICAST, Jim. So. I don't know how many people um, are into the deep dropping now. So the deep dropping has become such a big thing in California since they eliminated the depth limits. But the problem is, you know, if you're going to fish, you know, 600 feet plus. It's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to handle if you don't have an electric reel. So electric reels have really boomed at... uh, at, at the ICAST show. We had all kinds of electric reels at the show, uh, stuff that people can use to get down there uh, quick, you know, uh, get down there and then bring up the fish without having to, you know, give themselves a heart attack in the process of bringing up the, uh, two great big uh, canaries or a Mexican rockfish or whatever they're catching down there. So now uh, uh, I, I, I want to look at megatrends, and one of those things are electric reels. Electric reels are huge now, and not only are they huge here, but they're huge on the other coasts. But we're finally kind of getting into the electric reel uh, trend. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, I went on the center console with my dear friend William, and we went over to that out to the 14, mm-hmm. right? And so we're fishing in 600, slipping into seven to 800, right? Okay, and um, you know he's doing it old school, and I've got the electric reel in my hand, and I hook up, and I start 
crank in and put it in into into speed is it's coming up electrically and I'm thinking to myself hold on a second so I put it on the rod holder right okay <laughs> and I walked away because it just did it on and you know he goes what did you lose your fish I go no they're coming up and he looks over there in my rod you can just see it it's loaded the fish right. are coming up nice and so all on its own so I go to the center console get a drink you know and get ready you know no problem and he's just shaking his head because he's got to go think about it seven to eight hundred feet sometimes yeah cranking yeah so our, our good friend Danny Jackson he told me about the electric reels it's back. actually yeah. he bought the reel I bought all the batteries yeah yeah that's how that works yeah mm-hmm. no he and he he does great I mean, Obviously, you do great with them too. You know, they're that's uh, that's a real mega trend I'm seeing. And you know that trend really originated here in Southern California for the um, swordfish. Right. Okay, the deep drop for mm-hmm. the swordfish, and yeah. now everybody wants them for rockfish. So it right. makes sense. And now we got the, the reels. We don't have a cord. You don't need a cord on them. You can get a battery pack and yes, plug them right into the reel. So you can take them. You can take Buy them on multiples, and if you have a boat that you can charge them on the boat while the other one is in is in right. full. Anyway, so what's the other trend? So. Um, Lithium batteries. I don't know how many uh, Angler Chronicle followers out there are uh, private boaters, but lithium batteries are booming right now. Lithium is a a far more uh, um, effective way of storing electrical energy versus lead-acid batteries now. And you're seeing more, especially for trolling motors, you're seeing more and more lithium batteries on the market now. So you're going to see that's a big megatrend I saw. Also, how many kayakers are there out there among, among Angler Chronicle listeners? I saw so many cool kayak. Uh, um, now, nobody paddles kayaks anymore. I didn't no, realize. it's all foot. Yeah, it's all foot pedals. Mm-hmm. You know, or it's an electric trolling motor. Uh, but now, Old Town Kayaks I saw out there has a, you know, you heard of e-bikes, of course. Mm-hmm. They have an e-pedal kayak. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now you're talking to me. Yeah. So now you can, you know. You can choose to pedal, or you just you know, or you can put it on electric. And as you pedal, it you know the electric motor takes over, and and you, you can you know you don't have to strain yourself, and it can it goes fast. It'll go up to five miles an hour, so you can race across the lake or or across the bay or wherever you're fishing. So a lot of new cool kayak trends, and then finally uh, on the bow-mounted trolling motor, you know there's so many boats out there now with bow-mount trolling motors. They're using that, what everybody calls it spot lock or anchor lock. Uh, now there are new trolling motors on the market that feature brushless technology. So it's far more efficient, a lot more quiet, uh, lasts longer. Um, uh, Minkota has one, a brushless motor now. Garmin has a brushless motor. And there's another one uh, from uh, a power pole move. They and th- so there's this is a mega trend. You're seeing these brushless salt water ma- made for salt water, by the way, mm-hmm. all featuring GPS guidance. You don't have a foot. Listen, if you have a boat under 24, 25 foot, um, they're they're a blessing. They are because I mean you. I I'll tell you one of the things I never do is anchor because I don't want to pull the anchor. Okay. Um, so you put the spot lock on. It keeps you there. It keeps you within what three or four feet yeah. of the other. So if you start to drift away, it brings you back, and it keeps you on. So if you want to chum, you know, it makes sense. It's right. like it's like having an anchor, but not really. It really. I mean, it's just it's easy to deploy. You had just, you can jog back and forth with the remote. You don't have to stand up on the bow to drive it. You can stand anywhere on the boat with your uh, wireless remote. So you're seeing this huge mega trend of brushless. Uh, uh, electric trolling motors hitting the market, all bow mount, 
Um, I, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's, it's going to be a real boom when you combine them with the uh, lithium batteries. So you got far more efficient trolling motors, lithium batteries that carry in tremendous charge now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to see lots and lots of uh, well, that's uh, a lot uh, of great information. And yep. folks, uh, just stay stay with it. It's, you guys are going to see all this stuff come up here pretty soon. All right, Ron. Um, really quick, it has to be really quick. Just give us an overview of what's going on in Southern California. Okay, Virgin's Landing is all about rockfish up there, and we'll actually be up there on August sixth, uh, doing our thing and filming for them. So I can't wait for that. And you can get in touch with them. And it's all locked. Uh, they do get. They are getting some halibut. There's lingcod and vermilion and bocaccio. Eight zero five seven seven two one two two two. Then you drop down to the Channel Islands, Barracuda halibut and a lot of calico bass uh, i noticed that a lot of them are catching release up there which is great dana wharf kind of started all that down here uh, but you can get in touch with channel islands at 805-382-1612 pier point landing we already went through that and, and but remember that kids go free with an paid adult and the enterprise barracuda calico sand bass had a lot of sand bass um the city of Long Beach, uh, you heard Donnie did, and then Tornado, I believe they got some uh, um, uh, Dorado. So that's pretty cool. Um, Dorado tuna, tuna, um, right? Well, the Dorado, and the you Dorado get in touch a with huge development. Pier Point huge Landing, huge development, yeah. And I'm glad it was the El Dorado. That's our flagship well, in can, the L.A. area. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that in just a second. Oh. But uh, you can get in touch with the Pier Point Landing at five six two nine eight three nine three zero zero or uh, PierPointLanding.net. Uh, then you get down to uh, Long Beach, uh, Victory. It's all about Barracuda. There was over 200 plus caught. That's a lot of Barracuda guys. And you know, if you do, like he said, smoke Barracuda is actually pretty good. You can get in touch with uh, them uh, on the Victory at 562-432-8993 or longbeachsportfishing.com. Now let's get to the El Dorado. And I'm just going to read what they caught on this last trip. <clears throat> 25 bluefin. Barracuda, halibut, yellowtail, calico bass, sand bass, bonita, and, you know, of course, whitefish. All on one trip. That is incredible. Wow. Um, and they are our flagship out here, and you can get in touch with them at longbeachsportfishing.com at 562-432-899. And then you go down to Dana Wharf, you got the Kalini, Dana Pride, some fun, and the Fury. Yellowtail, <clears throat> yellowtail halibut, and uh, barracuda, obviously, uh, 888-224-0603 or danawharfsportfishing.com. And then San Diego, it's right. all about tuna. All right, so thank you, Ron, for the for that info. Jim, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And um, let's just um, a synopsis real quick. Um, folks, on August 3rd, okay, we need you for the Bill Shed ceremony at... Um, at the Hub Sea World. Hub Sea World. Yeah, you're, you, please join... Jern Sergio at his table there, uh, $175 per seat. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a, a fun event. It'll be it's a huge honor to honor him, so that's huge. And then we have the meeting. Uh, when is the meeting? July 20th. Uh, please log in. Listen at the very least, but please uh, give it up. Please if comment. If you don't say something, I don't want to hear you complain later. Uh, okay? Absolutely. That's my biggest thing, folks. Okay, so anyway, so um, that's pretty much it. We're running out of time on the show. Rhonda, thank you for uh, coming in. Actually, I should thank uh, Rick Scott for coming in. Okay. I'm here for you. 
Oh, you're here for me. Yes. I know. Oh, you, you're here for the food because I'm taking you to breakfast. You are taking me for breakfast. And folks, uh, what we're going to do no, here I'm taking in, the short, in the, the short time here, we're gonna, we've are gonna. we been getting f- together for breakfast every every time after the show. We're going to do one. Uh, oh, we're looking for a location that can house a lot of people. And we're going to make a, a general invitation. It'll probably be like the third or first or something. Like that breakfast, okay, and we'll do it. All right, guys, uh, protect your rights with CCA to fish and hunt, and then um, the other thing, just be kind to one another, okay? Have a great week. The fish are biting. Get out there. On behalf of the Angler Chronicles crew, we're out of here. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.